Good evening. Welcome to this week's Totally Irish. Let's kick off the show with music from Kasha. FM. Two thousand and twenty-one. What a year you've been! A year of disappointments, but with some moments of joy to the Irish music scene. The year when Denise Chilet was the judge's choice. The year when so many acts found space and time to release new music and use their voice. The year for those I love broke our hearts, and Conor O'Brien found his groove. The year when Kojak declared that Tan's dead and Bicep 
made music to listen to at home instead. 2021 was the year of long-awaited debuts from Elaine May and Orla Gartland, the year when so many new kids appeared on the block, fresh-faced and eager to make us listen to them. A year when old kids on the block, Whipping Boy, reminded us that Heartworm still glows strong after 26 years. 2021, a year when the music scene grew stronger in places like Limerick, Cork, Belfast and Drogheda. A year when gigs and tours were postponed, rescheduled or cancelled. A year of refunds. 2021, a year when everyone in the music industry did the best that they could. A year for friendship, for togetherness and love. A year for supporting each other. The community is strong. 2021, what a year you could have been. This is totally Irish On a Sunday night Between 9 and 11 On 98 FM Good evening Welcome to this week's Totally Irish With me, John Barker 98 FM's weekly Irish music show We are broadcasting live here From the 98 FM studios in Dublin City Centre With two hours of Irish music Thank you for tuning in on this week's show, I'm going to be looking back at some of the highlights of the music scene here in Ireland in 2021 with my special guest, Stephen Byrne, editor of Golden Plec. Hey, Stephen. How are we doing, John? Good to see you again for this tradition of ours. Yes, I think this is the fourth time I've been here. Yeah, could be the last as well. Let's see how it goes. I should point out to our listeners, <laughs> sorry, I should point out to our listeners that I really couldn't have planned this better. Stephen is a big Liverpool supporter and I'm a big Tottenham supporter and earlier this evening Tottenham and Liverpool thankfully played out a really entertaining two-all draw so myself and Stephen are still on friendly terms just about just about (laughs) you were happy with the result? (laughs) yeah it was great it was great it was one of the best matches of the season and it was very entertaining it was it was it was Uh, Stephen we are here tonight though of course to look back over the Irish music scene this year uh, and as editor of the Irish music <coughs> website Golden Plec you always have your your ear to the ground on what is happening I guess daily and weekly in, in the Irish music scene uh, Golden Plec reviews gigs and albums and EPs and plugs the best new music you guys interview lots and lots of musicians throughout the year your photography team are incredible and Golden Plec overall play a really important role within the Irish music scene so I guess no no better man than you to take a look back at the, the best and the worst of 2021. But when, when you look, Stephen, when you look at the last 12 months, what are your overall impressions of the year? I mean, a year of incredible highs and a lot, a lot of sadness and perseverance, I suppose, is the thing that really, same as last year, just an unbelievable amount of perseverance, how hard it must be for musicians to get up time and time and time again after getting kicked in the ribs again for cancellations and all this kind of stuff and rescheduling and everything and I was at my Sophie's gig in the uh, workman's there last week and it had been rescheduled six times God like I mean that's unbelievable I mean I don't know whether I'd I'd get up for the sixth time you know I know Um, just an incredible amount of perseverance um, incredible amount of music. The amount of singles this year has been astounding. I mean, easily a hundred singles every week. Mm. My inbox is ridiculous. I have palpitations now on a, <laughs> on a Thursday trying to get the uh, new music playlist together for Friday. 
it's just like it's unbelievable like you know this is uh, every Friday Golden Plaque releases the best yeah. new, best new tracks yeah I mean it's 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 just become a monster in the last year just so much music like yeah. I, straight onto onto Spotify on a, on a Thursday evening at midnight and you could be there till 2 o'clock you know listen to things going wow and oh my god this is amazing or terrible you know it's it's been um <laughs> Because with all the good stuff, there's always a lot of, a lot of yeah, strange things of going on as well, you know. Uh, earlier on today, I, I attended Merchy Christmas in the Grand Social. And if any of our listeners were listening to last week's show, you would have heard me chat to Connor Cusick about the two-day event. Connor was one of the main organisers of it. Uh, over the weekend, so yeah, today and yesterday, over 40 acts, more or less anyway, set up stall in the Grand Social and... They basically sold whatever merchandise that they had left over as a result of having tours and gigs cancelled this year. And it was a huge success. Hundreds of people attended the event over the last two days. But I, I, I was there today and I just thought it served as, a, as the perfect symbol for the Irish music community this year with just everyone supporting yeah. each other and artists looking out for each other. And that's something that I've seen not just mm. this weekend, but time and time again throughout this year. Um, and for me, that's probably one of the few positives to come out of 2021 because yeah. it has been a, an absolutely horrible year in so many ways. Uh, You've mean, probably seen lots of examples of this. Yeah, yeah I mean, Bandcamp Friday has become so important mm. for um, bands from all over the world. But to me, that's like the closest thing we have directly in Ireland to Bandcamp Friday. Yeah. And fair play to uh, Kieran Campbell Black and Connor for um, organising that again this year. And I re I, if it was up to me to be on four or five times a year, I you know... I think they're they're talking about doing another one in the summer, which would be great. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Uh, hopefully, we, we might actually be able to see some bands playing the stage in there at the same time. It'd be amazing. Yeah, Th that's been a bit unfortunate about it. You know, that they couldn't do anything like that. But it's great to go along, yeah. see everybody, say hello, and say hello to. Because yeah. a lot of the time, in what we do, you don't really get you're dealing with people all the time, but you don't actually get to be in the same room as them or have an actual chat with them. No, and uh, you know, sometimes you can be like. Does that person like me? Their emails are a bit strange, and then you get to meet them, and you're like, "No, they do." <laughs> you know, like kind of so it's it's really good to go in and have a chat and say hello yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You know, and, and by the way, Merchy Christmas helped raise a few thousand euro for yeah. the Simon community. Amazing. So well done to everyone involved. Uh, Stephen, we're going to be taking a look in a few moments' time at some of our highlights from the past twelve months and throughout the show tonight. Our listeners will be hearing some musicians and music journalists sharing their personal highlights from 2021. But right now on the show, we're going to take a listen to a track from one of my favourite albums of the year. Senu is musician Sam Killeen, and earlier this year he released his debut album Jetlag, and from it here's the song S3 featuring Jamel Franklin on vocals. Say new the producer that I bring for a cooler full of tin. Your medulla getting ding, man. Your noodle getting drained. Frames fewer like belugas when that music hit your brain. We're kind of blue like Coltrane. Vision's blacker than Miles is. 
Better yet than miles was You lack the excitement I'm bringing all of the time Cause the fishers between us Is getting into the miles bruh. Best out in a while, huh? Okay Best out of the pile, huh? Alright Best out of the pile of less than little mindless ones That run around with other styles In front like originals But nah, really no, y'all really wildin', son Sam come through, swing the axe like Paul Bunyan I'm slangin' these raps like a god cousin Arm, leg, leg, arm, head, arm, arm Man, I flex like Goro Under these waves like coral Son of y'all jits like Carl Feelin' this shit like sorrow I'm a bit miffed, y'all garbo Thinkin' on the rappers, talkin' But missin' all the factors I'm cool, break buddy, I don't listen to the actors Bouncing around on that beat, bounce to that rhythm you see. Bop till you weaken the knees, bop till you feel it like me. Bounce till you raise the degrees. Real speak, don't need heat when winter comes. Beats peak too lit, I don't need the sun. A true bang, I throw flames like Luke Kang. Spew slang, the fuel tank is butane. New main, blue flame like Vegeta Sun. Oh boy, it's a known fact, we burn it down Little buddy don't know the name, you're learning now Telling y'all we tearing up for you sad clowns Ask now, there's no smoke, it's past that Lights on, that bright spark, I'm tap now You know, lava flow, I don't backtrack Fact, you feel a blaze till you pass out Got your hands up high with no balaclava Bow down right now to the Maharaja On stage in a zone, but I'm Molotov Say you burn, but it's known that I gotta stop you Bouncing around on that beat, bounce to that rhythm you see. Bop till you weaken the knees, bop till you feel it like me. Bounce till you race the degrees. Bouncing, bouncing around on that beat, bounce to that rhythm you see. Bop till you weaken the knees, bop till you feel it like me. A forgo pleasure Just to be with you An expected measure So we can say we saw this Hello there, this is May Kay. Hi, John Barker. Um, I'm coming to you horrified at having to pick one artist or album from 2021. Uh, it's been a mad and amazing year in lots of ways, um, particularly for Irish music. So I'm going to mention a few things I loved and then I'll pick my favourite at the end so Houseplants an incredible kind of super group live band who released an amazing album called Dry Goods uh, Kojak continues to challenge and change the game with everything he does and he's done that again with his record Town's Dead super biased because I'm on this one but Elaine May's Home is one of my favourite things in electronic music to ever happen in Ireland um, the absolute giant of an artist that is Loa has the most astounding EP called When I Rise Up. Jay Smith has my heart broken with his poetry on grief and acceptance and loss and love on his album, And You Chose Not To Laugh. My pick of the year, um, 
I'm a, I've been a huge fan of Steve Ryan since Give a Man a Kick, but also I'm a huge fan of Windings. Um, he released an album this year called Focus on the Past Five. The first track's called Enter Sad Man. Come on. Um, my pick off that record would be called The Ground. So thanks for asking, John. Um, hope everyone's kind of all right. <laughs> uh, happy Christmas, everyone. I think I've upset everyone. This world. You are tuned into this week's Totally Irish here on 98 FM, and we've just been listening to former member of Fight Like Apes and La Galaxy and current Other Voices presenter May Kay telling us her favourites from the world of Irish music in 2021. Thank you to May Kay for that. I loved her selection, and we had a little bit of windings there at the end of her feature. On this week's show, myself and my guest Stephen Byrne, editor of the Irish music website Golden Pleck, are taking a look back at some of the things that we enjoyed in the Irish music scene this year. Stephen, we've mentioned already that it's been a really tough year for everyone here in Ireland in, in, in the music scene. Um, what in particular stood out for you, though, this year in Irish music? Um, I think it's been really impressive how many um, collaborations there's been, including May Kay, especially that Elaine May album. It's just great to see all those people get together and do things like that. I think a lot of people were taking chances, maybe, that they uh, wouldn't have previously taken and there's been a lot of I've always wanted to work with you a lot of sliding into DMs in a positive manner <laughs> and organising things um, also, is, is that, that's because they had obviously the, the time to do so yeah, it? yeah yeah yeah, um, definitely and then um, I think there's been a bit of um, a reappraisal maybe of a lot of older acts as well um, Revelino and stuff like that a lot of um like uh, anniversary editions of records and stuff like that. I think that's been positive because we we tend here to be very bad at nostalgia mm. and like it just stuff about Whipping Boy and even it's great to see like in for those who love name check Whipping Boy and the the album and stuff like that. Uh, just that kind of stuff has been amazing. See uh, the live music venue collective thing, which if you not where is a uh, group of venues who um, went to the government and advocated to get money. And I think it's great that. Uh, new groups are coming together to try and overcome the adversity of what's going on right now and that can only be positive because the venues have different needs to the bands and the bands need representation and the venues need representation mm. and it can get a bit muddled sometimes when it's all centralised so it's good for them to, people to feel like they're um, being heard you know yeah, yeah. Well, for, for me I, you, you'll probably agree with me here because as we've already mentioned that on Golden Pleck you spend a lot of your time listening to, to new music and one of the things that, that I've found and like I do I present a, a new music show and probably over the last 50 weeks of the year I've listened to the majority of new music that's been released in Ireland and one of the main features for me has been the amount of new female artists who have made a mark who've kind of broken through this year and that's in terms of the standard of music that they've released but also in terms of having a really kind of good clever marketing strategy uh, around the release of that music and we're probably going to mention a little later in the show the fact that the likes of 
April and Patricia Lawler and Lucy Blue have signed to mm. good labels. But on top of that, I've been really impressed with the likes of Abby Koulibaly, who I think was one of your plaque picks last yeah. year. Uh, Fire Fox, Salavid May, Halle Spider, Helen Murray, Lindsay Lawler, Pastiche, yeah. Amy Michelle, and lots more. That's just off the top of my head. But most of those artists that I've just mentioned there released the majority of their music just this year so they're, they're kind of new to the scene and it's really great to see so many female artists new female artists making the mark in Irish music yeah incredible it's been just great to see how many people are, are uh, taking the chance of putting music out right now when it's very hard to get a reward out of it so the reward has been writing the songs and recording them and putting them out I think that's been amazing uh, Amy Michelle yeah people like that just like holy shit spider unbelievable mm. Loads of great stuff, and um, they even like the Pillow Queens thing going on as well. I know they're not new, but like signing that record deal and going on and getting into American stuff, just unbelievable. So like, there's a lot of examples of people who are doing well for those women and girls to follow exactly. now, which is great. Which there wasn't always in the past. I mean, you know, you had the likes of Sinead, and obviously, but like I think May Kay, who's just on there. I think she is like a person that they all are trying to emulate. You know, to have a, a, a longevity career wise. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Stephen, were you impressed by the stand that so many musicians took this year against the proposed redevelopment of the cobblestone in Smithfield? Yeah, that was great. It's it's always great to see when there's an, some type of adversity. And I think maybe because we've all been going through adversity and we haven't been able to maybe do anything about it, that when something like the cobblestone come along, it was like actually we can affect this we can have a positive outcome here mm. and they like I think seven or eight hundred people objected to that um, redevelopment the march was unbelievable um, you know the, whoever come up with the idea of carrying the coffin it said <laughs> Dublin is dead or whatever it was just unbelievable and then the little gig up on the steps and all was amazing like yay yeah, vagabonds it was quite powerful wasn't it yeah it was brilliant like, it's great to see you know like you know, people have an idea what trad music is as well, but like trad is is not right now is in a much healthier place than people would think it is and stuff like that. And so many amazing artists and John Francis Flynn's album's great. Yeah, and well, he he was one of the the most vocal opponents of yeah. the redevelopment of the cobblestone. I think he called the, the pub a, a bastion of Irish culture and. You reference the fact that it's a place that attracts so many visitors from all around the world. Yeah, and I mean, you, you can't just knock that down and build a big shiny corporate um, hotel bar and think that you're going to have the same atmosphere in it. Like, those songs are in the walls, you mm. know? You can't replace that type of atmosphere, that, you know, history. We have to savour that and we have to relish it and we have to protect it. And, like, the walking tours of Dublin are just going to become... Here is a hotel where something used to happen. <laughs> and, like, what is the point of that? Yeah. Like, Dublin City Council should be ashamed of themselves for what they're doing to this town. Ruining it, left, right and centre. If it's good, they break it. Yeah. Um, there's been, like, it's it's this time of the year when end-of-year lists are being made by various music journalists and various music publications. And I've seen for the best albums of the year lists that John Francis Flynn's album I Would Not Live Always has made a lot of those top 10 uh, lists were you a fan of, of his album it's a I guess a, a wonderful modern Irish folk album yeah I mean he, he won a few awards there at the RTE Folk Awards there a couple of weeks back mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you ever met him 
No, he's, I haven't actually. No, he's a he's, giant of a man. Is he really? Now I know I'm only a wee fella, but like, I yeah, seen him at a gig a couple actually. of weeks ago, and I was like, my god, the size of him is huge. Yeah. Um, you know, big voice and a big heart to go with the man, and yeah, great album. Well, let's have a listen to that voice now from that John Francis Flynn album. Let us take a listen to this sublime song, Lovely John.
Distinctly Irish on 98FM. I take a plane right through the sky if it meant to spend the night with you. If that'd be alright with you. Hey John, what's the crack? Um first of all, happy Christmas to all the lunatics at Totally Irish. Uh, appreciate you this year. You've looked after local artists this year and, and um, everybody's so thankful for that. Um Alright, I'm gonna be completely biased. My two favourite records this year have come from two of my mates and uh, the first one is Saint Sister, Where I Should End. It's my favourite record of the year, uh, hands down. It's it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Morgana is able to paint films with words. It's like it's some something that I mean I'd aspire to do, but like I don't know. That album is just crazy. Like every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm in a in an actual film. That's so special. Um, the second record is For Those I Love. Um, and it's incredible because Balfi was able to turn the tragedy of, of, of Paul dying into something amazing and to see how that record has resonated with everybody it's so beautiful you know and I'm, I'm, I'm delighted that both those artists are getting some recognition and I hope that next year um, we'll see more, more art from them so yeah thanks for having me on I appreciate and love you Yeah, that is the hip-hop artist Nilo, who's also a good friend of this show, telling us about his two favourite albums from 2021. And on this week's Totally Irish, we are taking a look back at some of the best features of the Irish music scene over the last 12 months and helping me to do so tonight, as always, on this last show before Christmas, is Stephen Byrne, editor of the Irish music website Golden Fleck, to give you your full title. Stephen Goldenpleck is such a great source for those who like to keep up to date with the best new artists that are on the scene. For example, every single year, the Goldenpleck community of, I think, over 50 writers and photographers come together to choose their tips for the coming year, which is called the Pleck Picks. So which new acts in particular have impressed you the most this year and why? Uh, well, I think the standout new act of the year has to be New Dad from Galway. Yes, Great choice. Uh, absolutely amazing band. Um, it's been just unbelievable to see the whirlwind of success of them coming out of nowhere from from Galway, getting played in BBC Six, selling out shows in England. They've just announced shows in America. They've played Pitchfork festivals uh, in London and Paris. Mm. They're uh, playing all the festivals in England. They have a new EP out in February called Banshee, which I got a sneaky listen to this week. And oh, that's breaking news, isn't it? But no, it's not breaking news. It's out there in the world. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. I haven't broken any embargoes, John. I, no, I, I, I certainly was not accusing you of doing anything like that at all. I just, I didn't know that uh, they had announced it yet. Yeah, they, they have, announced it, yeah. All right. They, they, e- they emailed me about it, so it was announced. Yeah, it's great. But they're great, and they've got such a great sound as well. And yeah. 
Um, it's it's really nice to see an act from outside of Dublin doing so well. Yeah, it is really nice to see an act from outside of Dublin doing so well because you know we us in the media often get accused of being Dublin centric, yeah, and stuff like that. Which but we are. Which no, we aren't. Um, so that proves it, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Who else? So that's new. That who, what, what other artists have you really enjoyed listening to this year? Um, there's a new artist called Amy Michelle who I've been very impressed with. Mm. Um, she is after signing to Universal or Warner's or Sony or one of those ma- lovely major labels. And um, Kojak's manager is after picking her up, and I can see big, big things happen for her next year. Mm. She's ju- she's just released her debut her single. Her debut single, yeah. I think it's about yeah. hundred thousand plays on Spotify in about yeah. a week and a half or yeah, so, yeah. which is pretty good. Um, yeah, it's just been a solid, solid year for new bands. I think uh, Houseplants were an unexpected um, super group of sorts mm. for Ireland. Um, that album was great. They're amazing live. You did you were you telling me you saw them live over the summer? Was that right? Yeah, I saw them at Takes the Village in Cork. That's what it was. Um, which and was, you were blown away by their yeah, performance. I was blown away by it. Yeah, um, they finished off with um, a cover of LCD Sound System, and everyone's just went mad because they have got very much an LCD Sound System oh, kind of yeah. sound too. Yeah, them. I mean, like they're they're not pretending that they're reinventing any wheels or mm. anything. They you know they're, they're quite upfront about the fact that they're that's what they're trying to do. But I guess the difference is that they have. Paul Noonan as frontman. You have his his quite unique vocals and his quite unique way of writing lyrics. Yeah, I think that dance music realm really suits his voice and mm. uh, his mannerism and the way he attacks lyrics and his stage presence and everything. It was really good just because he's off the side doing his thing. They have a live drummer and they had Sinead White playing keyboards and the the guy that plays bass live for uh, and keyboards for Jape sometimes, uh, mm. Glenn. Um, just unbelievable just really tight it was like it shouldn't be legal to be this good in your first album you know <laughs> it felt unfair really to all the other new bands you know who were in they, their late yeah, teens early twenties because uh, you know, they were and they had so many years of experience you know what about Bobby Arlo you're a fan of Bob- Bobby, Bobby Arlo, Arlo had you? a great year yeah um, Fever Tots amazing song and uh, Feel It just best pop song of the year for me I think really Irish Feel one. It from Bobby Arlo nice yeah. Well, we're gonna. I'm glad you said that because we're gonna have a listen to it in a few moments' time. So on the way, we've got that Bobby Arlo track that Stephen Byrne has just been chatting about there. It's called "Feel It." But before that, let's take a listen to New Dad's uh, current single. La- is Lady Bird the current Lady single? Lady Bird is the current single. Current yeah. single. Yeah, this is great, and this is one that's been played like in so many radio stations around the world as well. This is New Dad with Lady Bird, ninety eight FM.
Totally Irish. John Barker on 98FM. Hello to John Barker and the Totally Irish listeners out there. This is Ono Sullivan here from the Irish Examiner and the Point of Everything podcast. My highlight of 2021 was for those I love at the Olympia Theatre in mid-November. The album is undoubtedly one of the best of the year, so powerful, so raw, and I think there was a lot of intrigue about how it would be at a live gig. Dave Balfe, the man behind for those I love, is a genius. And the result was almost theatrical. An ode to his late friend and muse Paul Curran. The crowd wanted to dance and certainly got the chance, but they would have done so with tears streaming down their face. I know I did. It's not just one of the gigs of the year, but for those I love at the Olympia was one of the gigs of a lifetime. In 2016, we stole a couch from an abandoned post office and set it ablaze. At late, I watched videos of that day and make play you stay. Garda drove by three times but never stopped at the site as we carried that couch over our head height in the night. Left it in a field to burn tomorrow or the next day in art's name. Film the flames as they dance and sway. Repeat on film the makeup of our estates and like it always was. Yeah, we've just been listening to music journalist Ono Sullivan talking about his personal musical highlight from the Irish music scene in 2021. And you would have heard him there mention that it was the For Those I Love gig, which happened in the Olympia Theatre a few weeks ago. And he referred to it just there as being one of the gigs of a of a lifetime. And on this week's Totally Irish, myself and Stephen Byrne from Golden Pleck are taking a look back at some of the, the highlights for, for both of us of the music scene here in Ireland over the last 12 months. And I'm at, like, I, I have to confess, 2021 will be the year that I will look back on and say I didn't actually get to a gig at all and it sounds so weird saying that because I go to gigs and festivals the whole time but if there was one gig that I wish I could have gone to it was it was that for those I love gig because I've heard so many people describe it as being nearly like a, a religious experience and you know, like a, a therapy session. It was, it was incredible. But you, Stephen Byrne, you've been to, uh, you've done better than me. You've been to a good because you, you a few minutes ago you said, yeah, no, I haven't been to that many gigs, and then you started thinking about it, and you've, you've been to loads, four or five. Yeah, well, four that's or five. four or five more than me. So, which of those four or five stood out for you? Well, I went to festivals, so that might be more than. Oh, two. that's cheap. Yeah. yeah. So I went. I went. To it takes a village, which was uh, brilliant. Uh, it was the first time I went to a gig as a punter in Manny Moon. Mm. So that was great because I could just drink and run from stage to stage and not have to think and analyse and whatever else. Steve, you do that anyway, would you, you stop? Know? I try to act like I do <laughs> things professional. professionally here, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and that was, was really cool. Um, TPM did a little surprise slot the first night. That was great. Um, Yankee was brilliant. Yeah, um, that's great. It was great to see. Everyone was just singing that chorus that song really badly out of key because no one can hit the high notes um, but it was amazing mm. uh, the, then the, there was like a pill party thing some fireworks um, you know it was all, it was all going on a sec. did you get in the pill? no I didn't oh sorry <laughs> Jesus no <coughs> I, wasn't going, I wasn't getting in the pill I'm far too old for that kind of carry on now ah, you days. are not really stopping you're uh, a young man uh, I, I, I went down as far as Galway for uh, Meet Me at the Castle um, lovely uh, who did the, you see there? Dahi and that was that was yeah, a very yeah. interesting kind of a, um, experience because it was a lot of bands and you had people like Jape and Andy Irvine and Lisa Hannigan getting up and Jape would do a song and Andy Irvine would start 
join in jamming almost mm. and Lisa Hannigan would sing a bit and then they'd do a Lisa Hannigan song and it'd reverse it and it was very um, experiential it was like they were all winging it it was great to see they were having such a good time on stage and uh, Tolu McKay was at that as well really yeah, good she's great um, yeah Jape did a proper set at the end of the night then as well uh, Wallace Bird who I'd never seen before was the most amazing thing I'd seen in a long, long time. I was like, wow, how have I never been to Wallace Board show before? You know, I think people are, maybe we've been sleeping on Wallace Board a bit here as a nation. Mm. And um, Dottie at three o'clock in the day was a very, very strange experience because normally, you know, you it's see It's three in the morning normally. Normally it's three in the morning, yeah. So it was amazing to see him do his thing. Yeah, in we, daylight. We we the team totally Irish were supposed to go and see the Merry Wallopers in Vicar Street on Friday, but obviously that got cancelled. So hopefully we'll get to see uh, them next year, and, and hopefully I'll get to go to a few gigs in 2022. But do stay with us for part two of this week's Totally Irish coming up after ten o'clock. Myself and Stephen are going to be looking at our favorite albums of the year, our favorite tracks. We're also going to be taking a look at who to look out for in 2022, and I think both of us are probably going to say that CMAT is going to have a really big year next year we're going to take a listen to right now her current single which is called I Don't Really Care For You see you all after 10 o'clock
Irish on 98FM. Totally Irish. The sound of the city. 98FM.
Yes, welcome back to part two of this week's Totally Irish with me, John Barker, 98FM's weekly Irish music show. It is the last Sunday before Christmas. And as usual, at this time of the year, we're taking a look back at some of the highlights from the Irish music scene over the last 12 months. And joining me to do so is the man with the hat, Stephen Byrne, editor of the Irish music website, Golden Pleck. Just there, I played for you a song from Varley's debut album that came out in September. Uh, the album was called Small Talk and DMCs. And for this part of the show, myself and Stephen are going to be taking a look at some of our favourite albums that have been released in 2021. And I think, Stephen, am I right in saying that for you as well, Small Talk and DMCs from Varley is, would be one of your fa- more uh, yeah, favourite albums that have been released? I'm surprised that that wasn't a bigger album here. You know, It's very, yeah. very radio-friendly, as you just heard. Um, and it just really cool, kind of laid-back one o'clock in the day, perfect for the radio. I don't understand why they're not doing better. Um, maybe it's because they're based in Germany mm. and so people v- don't have the time. Around. Yeah, Farley, are, uh, they're based in Berlin. They're a three-piece. Um, One-third of the group are Irish, so the, the lead singer that we've just been listening to there is Anne-Marie Varley, and she's from Dublin. You know, I would have thought even that alone would have would have meant that they would have got a bit more recognition here in the, um, in the Irish music scene. I, I Maybe it wasn't helped by the fact that they... Obviously, couldn't come home, or she couldn't come, mm. come home and, and and do any maybe gigs. hometown gigs because yeah. of COVID. So maybe that didn't really yeah. help them. But even even so, I would have thought there would have been a bit more because yeah. I mean, it's not just that album. Uh, sorry, it's not just that song, uh, "Bubble Up" that we've been listening to there. That's that stands yeah. out in the album. There's like th- four or five really yeah, really push strong tracks. Really good, and the videos are really good. High production value and everything. Yeah. So hopefully next year they'll get home, do some shows. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's would be my kind of unappreciated gem of yes, 2021 in the Irish music scene. Yeah, I hope that if anybody's listening to this interview now, I hope they go and check out Varley if they did like that song that we just played there from their album, Small Talk and DMCs. Uh, what other albums have you liked this year? What, who, who has stood out for you? Well, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's only one album in town this year, really, for those who love, for those who love. Yeah. Um, just an unbelievable piece of work um, just to make so much pain into something so cinematic and so beautiful is just unbelievable and I think the fact that how Ireland reacted to that album almost says says more about the album than the album does in a way if you know mm. what I mean because so many people have somebody that they've lost and they needed to have that conversation, but those conversations are very, very hard to have. And I think society doesn't really appreciate um, male friendship mm. to the extent that it should, or the importance of it. And for somebody to make such a beautiful piece of art about their best friend is just phenomenal. And it it means that you know your best friend, you could do something beautiful for your best friend, and. Maybe we could have more conversations about why we love each other and all that kind of stuff, but it's just it's just been a phenomenal um experience to see him grow and the um the videos and all are amazing mm. um well he's he's an all round artist yeah know? oh he is yeah he video he director and all that part. kind of stuff as well yeah yeah so uh, if, just for those listeners of ours who maybe aren't familiar with uh, the the story behind the album uh for those I love is the the moniker for David Balfond uh, a couple of years ago his best mate Paul Curran um, tragically passed away and 
he wrote this album as a tribute to his mate and apparently the the opening song at that Olympia Theatre gig a few weeks ago was uh, I Have a Love and he, mm. David turned turned his back on the crowd and just looked at this huge big image of, of Paul so he was singing to him in front of this you know audience right behind him in yeah. the Olympia Theatre so uh, obviously a really really powerful symbolic uh, image to, to have um, and that's the, the background to it and he's you know, he he made this album thinking that I don't even know if anybody's going to listen to this album. I may, I may not let anybody listen to it. Um, and then he gave it to friends and family, and they loved it. And you know, yeah. things took off from there. The um, the flag, the shells flag he has mm. tied around the the microphone stand is Paul Curran's flag. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. So mm. yeah, I think his man dad gave it to him. Yeah, but it's just it. I think it's been such a salve for the nation in the last whatever amount of time that album has been out for people mm. that have lost somebody you know and not not just people who have lost people to suicide people who have lost you know to people to an, in any ways yeah. because we're, we're very bad at having these conversations you know we we go and get drunk yeah and and we don't express our we emotions. don't express ourselves you know no and and this album you know makes you think that we need to cherish the people that we love you know you need to cherish your mates because yeah. you don't know what's going to happen in the, in the future yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful use of uh, voice notes and stuff yeah. like that throughout it. Of and, um, and it gives the listener a sense of who Paul actually was through yeah. those voice notes. And um, e- even like the the stuff about them being on the couch and listening to Whipping Boy and stuff like that is is so you know universal to the Irish experience because everybody gets heartwarm at some point and falls in love with it. Mm. And um, I some like kind of tangential to that. I think it's been amazing to see how the Irish football teams have kind of drifted into the consciousness of Irish music in the last while. Yeah. With Bows and, um, you know, the Refugees Welcome and um, the Fontaine shirts. Having Fontaine's on the shirt and, and uh, Whipping Boy are, yeah, are on the latest and it's, it's It's great that it's another um, avenue of respect for both entities, you know, because they're both underappreciated here. You know, we, we were talking about Liverpool and... Um, Spores earlier, you know, mm. but we should probably be a bit more collectively a bit more proud of what's going on. And well, who, who would be your hometown team then? Um, Geographically, and well, I'm only down the road from Rovers. Okay, so you're Rovers. I'm Bows. Yeah. I grew up just down the road from Daily Man. So even 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 with League of Ireland, we're we're still rivals, Stephen. Would you have it any other way? <laughs> no, no. Um, I th- did. Did you get an opportunity to interview David when the, when the album came out? No, no, we didn't. No. Sadly, um, I, uh, I, d- I, d- I don't know if I'd be in a, in a, in a good headspace to have that conversation myself at mm. the time it come out. Mm. So it's probably a good thing it wasn't. Good thing that you didn't. You know. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So that's for th- for those I love. That's the obvious standout album and. I mean, I, I referenced in the first hour that this is the time of the year when you see a lot of end-of-year lists and nearly everybody has got, for those I love, is the best album of the year. Um, so it's no surprise, I guess, that, that we're talking about it here. But apart from For Those I Love, apart from uh, Varley, which we referenced as well, what other albums have stood out for you? Uh, v- Villagers, Fever Dreams, absolutely amazing. Um, Be- best Villagers album? Well, I think... We kind of, again, we kind of sleep on how good Connor is. We're so used to him putting out a four and five star album every two years or so that we just kind of go, oh, there's Connor, he's doing his thing. We don't really appreciate how amazing he is, but this is a serious piece of work. Um, definitely the best cover 
of any Irish album <laughs> this year. That the artwork is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's nearly iconic at this stage, isn't it's, it? It's fantastic. Um, and just the album is is just him going into jazz and psychedelia. He, mm. He's a massive fan of Herbie Hancock and it, stuff you know, like that. It, it reminds me a lot of Flaming Lips. Yeah, absolutely. There is a there is like a early two thousand. Yeah, absolutely. Or mid nineties Flaming Flaming Lips. Yeah, I just love this album because he's kind of he he took what he did on um, the what was the album before that. Anyway, the previous Villagers album, which has just escaped my mind, uh, and wh- where he kind of found his groove, yeah. And he said, "Look, I'm sick of kind of making these depressing albums that are that are, are, are over serious." And he's taken that and he's moved it on to a, a, a different level, and he's just found this another level of creativity. And I, that's what I've always wanted mm. him to do. And you can see him now, even when when you see Villagers playing live, he, he's happy on stage, he's enjoying it, and there is more more of a groove to. The villager sounds. Well, I think those Flame and Lips albums were probably coming out around the time he was in the immediate, though. You know, mm. so that was probably in that period of his life where he was sponging up loads of music. But um, I think it's it it's very impressive how he grows. But yeah, he's very dis- he's, you know obviously his voice is very distinctive and he has a style, but he doesn't repeat himself. And he's learning how to play instruments. I mean, the fugal horn, and I mean, there's so many jokes there that could be had. But like, um, <laughs> and all this kind of stuff, and uh, Danny, like it's really it's opened up the band as well. Danny Snow's bass playing is absolutely phenomenal on this thing, you know. Yeah. Um, the the art of pretending to swim, of course. The one, yeah, I couldn't God, remember. No, my, my mind went blank there. Um, Sorry, Connor. Yeah, and I mean, so simpatico is just yeah, an beautiful, unbelievable beautiful song, single. like a Sistine Chapel of sound. A- any other albums you'd like to reference? Kojak. Kojak's album, yeah, I mean the most prophetic album title of twenty twenty one because yeah. town is dead. Um, you know, a loose concept album about going out and getting wrecked on New Year's Eve or deciding whether to go to town or not. Um, he's had an amazing year. Um, that album cover as well is um, very darkly comic. You know, he's drinking a pint of Guinness in a blue coffin. It's <laughs> uh, it's it, it, it's out there. Um, Star torn on that, I suppose from. Um, uh, I'll probably get the name right. I think it's Clea Tiabi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds right to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I get the evils here. I said that wrong. Um, and uh, oh, Big Pig is the femme fatale in it as well. Yeah. You know, the uh, he thinks he's getting the brush off from the girl and then he goes off and gets wrecked. And it's just a journey around town and him pondering his life and where he's been and um, his own... Um, issues with his father's passing yeah. and um, how uh, all his mates are moving away and the hotelification of Dublin and all those beautiful things we spoke about earlier in the show mm. and uh, just a phenomenal piece of work yeah another album that I really loved was Biceps album Isles and I'm I'm referencing that now because we're, we're going to play a track from it uh, on this week's Totally Irish so from Biceps album that came out a few months ago this is Atlas
phone calls are never enough. I miss your touch. The distance between us. This is Alvaredi and my musical highlights of 2021 were Maria Kelly's stunning album, The Sum of the In-Between. I got to hear this live when she did her launch show in Workman's Club a few months ago and it's an absolutely sensational collection of songs. Elaine May's home album, not just because I got to collaborate on it, but also Elaine is one of the best producers around and it's an amazing collection of songs that you can both cry and dance to. I also really enjoyed Soda Blonde, Jay Smith and Saint Sister albums. So it's been a pretty great year for music all around. Thanks very much. Yeah, you are tuned in to part two of this week's Totally Irish here on 98FM. We've just been listening to Alvaredi talking about her, or some of her her highlights of 2021 in terms of the Irish music scene. Alvaredi's uh, rescheduled gig in the Button Factory goes ahead now in February. And Stephen Bourne was just telling me there, while we were listening to Alva, that she has album number two. What, what were you saying about album number two? Well, I, I've heard it. But yeah. I, I, I don't know I don't know if I heard the definitive last version of it or not. Yeah. I think I might have heard a few extra songs. And go on. Uh, oh, it's really good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's better than the first one. Yeah. Oh great. Yeah. Jesus. That's great. Um and on this week's show we are taking a look back at some of our, our highlights, as I said just there. And next we're gonna move on to some of Stephen's favourite tracks of two thousand and twenty one. So who have you gone who have you gone with first? Uh Kinsey, Mr. Nice Guy. Mm. Uh, absolutely good love Kinsey. Uh, her EP was one of my favourite EPs of the year, and I think she's just gone from strength to strength. Yeah, um, she's a super talent. Just a bit of a melodic genius, I think. You know, she's um, her lyrics are great. She's whip smart and um, just multi instrumentalist. Really good at everything, you know, all around her. Would she have been one of the plec picks? She would have been, yeah. yeah. A couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, probably. Yeah, because yeah, that's when she kind of came onto the scene, wasn't it? Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I think I've said this before in the show I saw her at Whelan's once to watch would have been what January two years ago so nearly two years ago and uh, immediately I just thought wow who is this girl she's amazing so yeah. um, obviously Covid has kind of paused her career a little bit but I think 2022 she'll be, be one of my my tips yeah I mean, she's um, been picked for some of the big magazines at sort of Ireland for a uh, list this year for their once to watch and she's right. just after doing a pitchfork music festival in Paris and London and um, she's doing a few festivals in England and that kind of thing as well so I think it's slowly building for her yeah. she's kind of made the best of a bad situation um, she had that Little Woods ad I think as well during the year with the dogs videos was on it no yeah what yeah she did she was on she had the song on an ad for Little Woods did she really yeah I didn't know that they only use Irish music hmm Ah, I see. I didn't know that. Yeah. Snippets of information there from Stephen Byrne, editor of Golden Plaque. Come here, will we take a listen to that Kinsey track? That is one of your favourite tracks of the year. This is Kinsey with Mr. Nice Guy. This is the explicit version as well, which is even better. There's a clean version? 
tune that is that is Kinsey with her single from earlier on this year called Mr. Nice Guy and on this week's Totally Irish our last show before Christmas myself and Stephen Byrne from Golden Plaque are taking a look at some of the best bits to come out of the Irish music scene in 2021 and at the moment where we are at the moment is that Stephen is choosing three of his favourite tracks um, we initially had just said Stephen 2 is enough but he's insisting on playing a third one as well so that one the first <laughs> one is, Kin- is Kinsey Mr. Nice Guy and uh, I'm just basically making up stuff here uh, what, what, who is the second track you've gone for is Orla Gartland's track Zombie which features on her debut album you Woman on the Internet Woman on the Internet which I loved I, I did my top 10 albums on the show last week and I had Woman on the Internet from Orla Gartland as my fifth favourite album of the year I, I think it's great bit low as in it should have been higher yeah. Well, this, it's been a good year for albums. <laughs> Take it easy. It's been a good year. You said so yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't but you, you're obviously uh, a big fan of Orla Gartland as well, are you? 
Arla's great, yeah. Um, just think of their uh, Arla did a gig for us in the Workmans in like 2014, a couple of weeks before she moved to London. And fair play to her, like she she went off, she did the whole Patreon thing when everyone's like, what, what, what's what's this thing, you know, mm. where she was um, selling demos and stuff for two euros a week and all that kind of stuff, and she slowly built herself up and and built her fan base, but yeah, an army who, of fans, who, yeah, who've stayed with her yeah. ever since then, yeah, and. Um, yeah, she was a plec pick for us years ago. Um, we always we slag her because we had this thing with lemons. She's l- levitating lemons, and um, every now and then we send it to her just to kind of embarrass her, you know. Yeah, in joke. It's I great. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Conroy, copyright. Sean Conroy, yeah. yeah. Um, it's always getting nicked by places, so it's, so it's like it crops up the whole time. But yeah, the album's great, and mm. um, she's. Uh, Got some great stuff going on then, like her mates Dodie and that, like the little um, acoustic versions and stuff like that. It's great, but Zombie is just like one of the one of the Irish pop songs of the year. Yeah, definitely. Just when that when it when it kicks in, you're just like, you well, know, it's about to kick in right now, Stephen. Okay, let's check out that track from Orla Gartland. This is Zombie here on ninety eight FM.
That is Orla Garland with her song Zombie, taken from her debut album, Woman on the Internet, which came out earlier on this year and which myself and Stephen Byrne from Golden Plaque are big fans of. We are taking a look back at some of the best bits in the Irish music scene this year over the last 12 months. And I put out a tweet earlier on just asking people to let me know what their highlights of this year were. Uh, Paul Casey got in touch to say Mel Joanne's masterpiece of an album, H.R., came out this year. It's one of my favourite releases of the year. It's it's a dizzying, provocative and all-around beautiful album. Thank you, Paul, for that. Carl O'Brien got in touch to say the release of Powerful Creative Minds Am I Wasting Time EP and the live shows that they put on were my highlights of the year. Thank you, Carl, for that. Uh, Big Daisy, who are a band from Belfast, I think, got in touch to say definitely the debut EP by Fruity. And Adele McAleer got in touch to say that she came back to Ireland after almost three years in Canada. She managed to see artists such as Tully McKay, Wyvern Ingo, Loa and Shiv live. And she also got to go to other voices. So Adele, you definitely made the most of your time back here Mm. in Ireland. Thank you so much, Adele and everybody else who got in touch. Stephen Byrne, we are two thirds of the way through you talking about your favourite tracks that have been released over the last 12 months. And you did ask, could you play a fourth? And we we absolutely said, no way. So we're just going to give you one more track. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to give you one more track. And I love the one that you've gone for. Because it's a little bit left field. Probably not the the, the most popular track of the year in terms of radio play and all that. But I love this track. Uh, uh, Spider. 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 I was listening to it on the bus on the way in. So when he said to me, it was just top of my head. Yeah. Great track. Uh, London-based. Well, yes, yeah, so what do we know about Spider? I, I couldn't find out a huge amount. No, it's it's, it's very low-key on the old internet, all right. Um, mm. London-based, I think she's from Belfast. I could be wrong, though. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a cross between rock and uh, R&B. I think she's from Galway. She's from Galway? I'm not a... I'm, Are no, you getting confused with my, new dad? I mean, two, no, two, two bands from Galway in the same same be. same area. This can't What's going on be. in Galway? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, we'll Text find in that if now. you know. If if I'm right, I'll definitely let listeners know. And if I'm wrong, I'll never mention it again. So we're going to have a listen to this track from from Spider. Uh, I think this is her debut track, is it? I think it's the second one. Yeah, it's her second one. Jeez, I'm getting everything wrong. All right, this is I'm fine, I'm good, I'm perfect on 98 FM.
Irish on 98FM. Hi John and Totally Irish. It's been a really tough year for the Irish music industry so I'm so impressed at the wealth of talent that's been coming out this year. So many great records and singles and for me some of the highlights include Sal Dulu's record John Pulse which is kind of like a dreamy electronic hip-hop influenced record. It's so good. The Villagers record Fever Dream is a treat from start to finish. I loved the album that Fears did called Iha and as well Whose Woodsies Are by Ema Reedy and Natalia Bayliss. Such great sounds going on in both those records. Laurie Shaw was really prolific as always. Love his pop, uh, kind of power pop sound. Never fails. Adele Mead's folk album inspired by St. Bridget and Irish History. Really cool, really unique this year. And I also really loved how many Irish bands are doing stuff that's inspired by the 90s and 80s particularly grunge like New Dad listen to them loads this year and Aner is doing that kind of 80s AOR sound and then you also have the more kind of punky or maybe even new wave sounds of bands like Sprints and then finally I was really impressed by Cahor White anything that I've heard by him has been so great so I can't wait, wait to hear more from him and I can't wait to hear what 2022 has planned for Irish music Yeah, that was Aoife Barry telling us about some of her musical highlights from this year. Aoife Barry is a wonderful journalist with The Journal. She is also somebody who's big into her Irish music. and She was once a contributor to Totally Irish a few years ago. And Aoife, thank you so much for letting us know some of your musical highlights. Stephen Byrne from Golden Pleck, if I had to say to you, name one act that we should listen out for and look out for in 2022, who would you choose? I think April's going to have a massive year next year. She's done two small little EPs that have done really well and she's just signed a massive record label and uh, it's going to be a big bunch of cash behind her next year and she's going to do quite well. Um, I think there's a Lucy Blue, similar situation. Uh, Floor Show, just put out a debut single. I love them. And uh, Lauren Ann is going to do great. And Amy Michelle. Yeah, I think I thought the question was if I had if you had to choose one. But anyway, that's four or five. There. No, listen, April would be the one though because we're going to go and have a listen to uh, what I guess this is probably an oldie from April. I think this came out a couple of years ago. New Conditions. When was that released? Last year. It was last year. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Spider is not from Belfast. You were but it completely is the second wrong. song. You were completely wrong. It's, it's a one all draw. Okay. Actually, I win. This is new conditions. This is new conditions from April, and this week's totally Irish. Like my fingers and your 
New conditions from April and this week's Totally Irish here on 98FM and we are coming towards the end of our review of the Irish music scene in 2021. I would like to thank my co-presenter for this week, Stephen Byrne from Goldenplex. Stephen, cheers for that. That was good fun. Thanks for having me again, John. We, we should do this again next, next year. year. Same time next yeah, year. Yeah, Is that yeah. yeah. Put it in the diary right now. I'm looking forward to it already. I'm hopefully going to be able to talk about some gigs that I've been to in yeah, 2022. Hopefully. Uh, I think I'd like to thank you, though, for everything that you do for Irish music. And, you know, it's been a hell of a year for you. Yeah. Push, pushing those new tunes out, man. Fair play to you. Thank you very much. It's been a, it's been a fun fun exercise to do every Sunday evening. Uh, a thank you to everyone for listening to the show, not just tonight, but also over the last 12 months as well. And thank you to Team Totally Irish, Dennis Favisur, Laura Keegan, and Connor Farley for all of their hard work throughout this year. We'll be back next Sunday, December the 26th, with a two hours of the best tracks that have been released in 2021. We're going to finish off this week's show, though, with a track from Sprints. This is called Modern Job. See you all next Sunday. Have a great week.
say. And I wish they had a FM's Totally Irish with John Barker.